As a thankful recipient of many, many skincare products over the years, I've learned to discern what is naturally actually activating my skin to rebalance and recalibrate on its own. That's what your skin is meant to be doing, and it keeps getting disrupted by all these choices that we make. So, when the founder and creator of Herbal Face Food reached out to me, I was all ears. I didn't know why at first. It turns out that Herbal Face Food is the most potent antioxidant skincare line on the market today, period. The raw plant ingredients in each of their products are never processed, never manipulated with synthetics or emulsifiers. These anti-aging botanicals are combined with the most precious plant concentrates, and they have changed my skin. Here's how. I'm going to talk about two of the products, the Herbal Face Food Serums and the Cream. The serums contain powerful phytoenzymes and antioxidants. These are activated and infused into your tissues. They hydrate and increase the resiliency of your skin, and they feel like they're plumping up your face. I use Serum 1 daily. I use Serum 2 when I'm tired and I need extra firming for my skin. And I use the X, which is also known as the Cure, for a small patch of rosacea that flares up every now and again, which you cannot see because of these products. When you feed your skin with herbal face food, you will feel real live ingredients at work. An activating flush, an invigorating tingle, some warmth, all of these are evidence of your skin healing at the cellular level and years of damage reversing. The cream is the most potent moisturizer I've ever tried, and I've tried them all. I live in the high desert. This cream contains 102 of the world's most powerful anti-aging botanicals and is also the world's first and only edible SPF <laughs> with a protection rating of SPF 50+. Plus. And this is accomplished 100% by plant power. And you can expect intense hydration, soothing for your tired skin. You can expect to see inflammation calmed and rebuilding of elasticity so your complexion looks and feels more smooth, and more radiant. Herbal face food is not plant-based. It's plant-powered. It has the highest rating on the ORAC anti-aging scale. ORAC means oxygen radical absorbance capacity. I never knew what that meant before. Highest, over 30 million on that scale. By contrast, vitamin C in skincare rates under 100,000. Herbal face food is using all post-consumer recycled materials and packaging. They use glass and aluminum, which is super easy to recycle as well. The products and packaging are 99% free of plastics. They contain no ingredients that involve the destruction or harm of any plant, animal, or marine life. These are 100% plants only, these products. These active concentrates are coming from the seeds, the fruits, the leaves, or the flowers of the plants only. These products have been a complete revolution for me. I know that you will love the way your skin looks and feels after using it even for just a day or two. And the best part is that Herbal Face Food has offered us, you, my community, a code to receive 20% off forever, ever. The code is capital E-L-E-N-A 20. Once again, that's my name in all caps, ELENA2020. The site is herbalfacefood.com. The code is all caps ELENA20. It's not just your first purchase, it's any purchase. You will love these products, and I am so grateful 
herbal face food for the change that you have made in my life. Thank you. Welcome to the Practice You podcast. My name is Elena Brower. Together, we'll explore and enjoy content and conversations around mastering transitions. In our relations, our wellness, our careers, our families, and especially in our missions and visions. You are invited to learn and love and listen with me. Welcome to Practice You. Welcome back to the podcast. I have a dear brother on the path, Nick Ortner, with me today. He is the founder and CEO of The Tapping Solution. And his mission is to bring into the mainstream, which has pretty much been accomplished, a simple, effective, natural healing method known as EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique, also known as tapping. Welcome to the show. Elena, it is such a pleasure to be with you. We haven't talked in a while. I Mm. feel like this is going to be our catch-up in public, which is is fine by me. That's perfect. I have so many questions about tapping now that I'm using it daily. And I've learned it from several different teachers, but you were my first. (laughs) (laughs) Always a special place in your heart for your first teacher. (laughs) And we first actually met in person when Chris Carr and you and me were teaching a weekend at Omega. We're going back a long time. Gosh, I guess seven, eight years ago. Something like that. That sounds about right. Right. Your goal, though, with with the work that you do is to empower people. And I feel like it's very important to to emphasize that the work that you do is helping all of us, myself deeply included, to find the locations and the thoughts and the feelings that change our trajectory for the better. Mm. And Beautifully it's, said. It's really important work. Really important work. Yeah, and it's that uncovering process that mm. I think we're all in. Mm-hmm. I think what's most exciting to me about tapping is that, you know, I, I probably spent a decade before I found tapping doing this uncovering process. And the challenge was when you found stuff that was not amazing, but then you couldn't do anything about it. It was like, okay. So I'm angry about this thing that happened 10 years ago. Mm. And I'm reading a lot of things about letting go, but I just can't seem to do it. I can't seem to release that grip. Mm -hmm. And what tapping seems to unlock is just that, that grip, that, you know, physical cycle, that place in our body, in our brain, in our spirit that is trapped in these old emotions, old ways of being, old traumas, and we can unlock it just so quickly. I was thinking about it this morning. I was at the gym before I came to do this interview, and I was thinking how interesting it is these little pockets of stagnation that once moved can cause a little more discomfort before they're actually cleared from the body. And I did experience that, my first few experiences of tapping where I I would do the work and then I would have this momentary sort of lift of the veil, and then it would come back worse. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like now you open that door. Yeah. Right? Now the door's open. Now I feel the stagnation. I feel this whatever, fear, doubt, insufficiency. And now it's way worse than before. The thing about tapping, and I sort of want to go back and get the history, but the thing about it is for my listener, you really do have to be fairly consistent with it in order to experience long-term effects, but in one little two-minute session, 30-second session, you will feel a difference. 100%. You know, I was, uh, I did a podcast yesterday with a cop, a police officer in Maine, um, female police officer who was all into tapping. She listened to our summits a couple years ago. It lifted her out of a depression and a fog and anxiety, and it was just so exciting to hear that story by itself. But what she told me, which was so cool, is that she works with other cops who are struggling and she's been doing a lot more tapping with them recently. And she says that they say just that, like two, five, ten minutes later, ten minutes of tapping, they just go, what just happened? It's uh-huh. like, oh, my gosh, I feel so much better right now. Mm. A fog has lifted. And I think you know, part of what's happening is that not only are we addressing the stress, the anxiety, we're looking at these emotions, that part of it isn't new, right? That's part of therapy for for decades like okay let's look at this stuff let's talk about this stuff but what traditional therapy has ignored or just not known about is the physical component the body component that like we are not just our brains running around that these emotions are stored in our bodies that when our stress response is activated it is not simply a mechanism of the brain it's throughout our bodies and when we use this physical process of tapping on these endpoints of meridians, we send a calming signal to the amygdala. We tell our brains, our bodies, that it's safe. And that's why in five minutes, someone who's been stressed out and anxious for a decade can begin to open the door to relief. And you're absolutely right. This isn't, I mean, I love the one minute miracles, what we call them. Like, whoa, I had pain for 10 years and I did tapping and it went away in 10 minutes. That's great. But it's the practice. It's the practice. In the same way that you can't do yoga one time or five times or 10 times and then be done. You know, it's like, all right, I did my teacher training. Now I'm good. Right. Uh, we, ha- we have to stay at it because we go back to these old patterns and, and new things happen. But just opening that door, you know, there's two words or two things that I hear from people when they first experience tapping, when they're sort of in that fog. One is they say, I have hope for the first time. So it's like, there's a blossoming of hope. It's not It's not like we're saying affirmations about hope necessarily or talking about hope. They just feel it in their bodies. So there's, there's hope. And then the other thing I hear is that people say, I feel like I'm in control for the first time in a long time. And that makes sense because if you're wow. a cop out on the beat and you're stressed and you're overwhelmed and you've got all these things coming at you and you're sitting in your cruiser and you don't know what to do about it, But now you have this tool where you can release some of that anger, some of that anxiety, some of that overwhelm. Man, just that, just knowing that we're in control. There's so many aspects in our lives where we don't feel like we're in control. That's why politics is so stressful, right? Right. You're just like, that's why television and the news are so stressful. The two, you know, main underlying factors of stress is uncertainty. I don't know what's going to happen and lack of control. Any part of your life where you look around and you go, there's uncertainty uncertainty there and there's lack of control, that is going to equal stress. 
what tapping does is it gives you back that control. It lets you go, hey, I can be in charge of some of these emotions. I can release these things from my past. I can release what I just saw on the news 10 minutes ago. I don't have to hold on to it. Mm. And from that place, you can move forward. When did you first encounter this practice? So it was probably 2002, 2003. You know, I've been thinking back a lot, trying to trace the first, first time. And I think I either, I definitely stumbled on it on, online, but I think the first time I saw it demonstrated was actually at a Tony Robbins leadership event then. Right. He came up on stage. It was a, an event without him, but he came, was in San Diego, so he came to visit for an hour, and he did this quick tapping demonstration. And um, I think that's what opened the door. I was big into Tony Robbins then. I did all the seminars. He was a big influence in my life. He's since become a friend, which is probably the coolest thing that's ever, ever happened. Totally. Um, especially because he sends me these, he doesn't text, he sends voice texts, which is just so much better. Oh, I love because, voice texting. Oh my God. I have to do it more often myself because so they are just, they're so much better. They're just, they're, it's like, so, so getting a, a Tony voice text is just, it just makes it for me because mm. he was such a transformative part of my life in 2001, 2002. When, you know, when I look back to that time in my life, the first step that I took, which I think is really the first step for a lot of people when they get on this spiritual path, this self-empowerment path, is the step that goes, oh, I can do something about my life. I can be in charge of how I feel. It goes back to that control, right? right. To, to, I can make decisions. How I feel isn't just something that happens to me. And... If you've been on this path for a while, you probably forget that at some point, I mean, if you think, I don't know how you, what you were like in high school, but I know that in high school, I just thought life happened, right? Like yeah. the, the emotions you feel are because someone said something to you or someone did something to you yeah. or you said something or did like that life is just happens. And that first step of like, oh, wait, okay, I can think different thoughts. It's mm. like, What? And then I think different thoughts and I take different actions and my life changes. So yeah. that was the early step and started using tapping, sharing it with friends and family. Uh, the running joke during that early formative tapping period was don't say anything is wrong around Nick because he will make you tap on it. It was just like, totally, you know, like tell me what's happening and you're stressed about this? Oh, let me try it. Let me try it. Your arm hurts. Great. Let me do this. Like I was just so passionate about the practice. So and that was the case for a couple of years. Um, at the time I was in real estate. I was with my brother and father buying, fixing up and selling houses. It was just like a job and mm. a business and mm. it's what we do. But then I had all this other passion for other stuff. Right. right. Um, I never imagined how I could work with other stuff. It was just like, I'm into it. Right. And um, in 2007, I was actually, you know, fasting is the hot thing now, which is amazing because uh, as you and I know, fasting, cleansing, all that stuff is just so powerful. Mm. Uh, 2007, I was at the Tree of Life in Arizona during a very so dry, good. Gabriel cold. Cousins. Gabriel Cousins, exactly. So good. Um, and I was on probably day five of a green juice fast. Oh, dude, you were bright. 
I was bright. Wow. I mean, it was just like coming in. Oh, man. And I had this inspiration to make a documentary film about tapping. <gasps> now, no filmmaking experience. Uh, like literally no filmmaking experience. <laughs> the closest I got to the movie world was renting movies from Blockbuster. Right? I was like, all hail that was R.I.P. It. Blockbuster. Exactly. Poor, you know, poor Blockbuster. <laughs> don't you remember walking and of like course. you see like the forty movies because the the new releases they have forty copies of yes. and you just see them on the wall yes. and it's like there's one left. Yes, go get it. This. Oh, go get it. So. I made bought a bunch film. of camera equipment. I oh my enlisted God. my younger sister, Jessica, who had just dropped out of college because it wasn't her thing. Uh, one of my best friends from high school, Nick Polizzi, uh, who my logic with him was, well, Nick went to art school. He did like graphic design mm. in college. So that's about as close to filming as anybody I know. So... <laughs> Let's see if he can film, and you can and you can see if you watch the movie. I have to um, see it now. Yeah, you got to see it. I can point to you. You know, okay, that scene. You know, that interview we shot early on because look at the lighting. We just didn't figure out the lighting, and then this is six months later when we learned a couple things about lighting. Of course, I mean, of and and that makes it sound like this terrible, horrible to watch movie, but uh, we probably sold north of a hundred thousand copies when we were selling it, and. It's been viewed online millions of times. It's a powerful documentary. It's real. Uh, we took 10 people from around the country with all different problems, and mm. we went to their house beforehand. Mm. You know, we showed John, a Vietnam veteran with 30 years of chronic back pain. He holds up his x-rays and his medical files and all the medications he's taking and all right. the pain he's in. And then we show him coming to the event and doing tapping literally for a couple of hours that first day, a Friday afternoon, doing some tapping at night, wakes up Saturday morning, pain-free for the first time in 30 years. Wow. And that's on film. And that's one of the things that I wanted to do with the film. You know, right around then was when The Secret was out and hot. So obviously I thought, you know, well, my movie can sell a million copies and I can be rich and retire forever. Right. It was a little bit more of a slog, but what I wanted to do apart from The Secret, is to actually show people getting results because that's what I knew about tapping. And I love The Secret, and it's a great movie, and it's inspirational. And then, hey, what are the elements that we can add to it, which is these are real people. These are this – is, this is John from Minneapolis who's a Vietnam veteran. This is Jody from Texas with fibromyalgia. These are real people struggling with real-life stuff and showing on film how they broke through. Hmm. So that was – we released the movie in 2008, just selling DVDs online for 1995, and um, we had spent about $150,000 on the movie. So it took me about a year to break even on that. And right. then we did, we started our Tapping World Summits, which we're actually in about to start our 12th annual. So we've done it 12 years in a row. Oh, wow. Um, which is a free online event. And that really, the business took off from the online side thing of the things there. Our list grew. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then it's just been one thing after the other, you know, writing books for Hay House and having them become New York Times bestsellers, just getting the word out. The last iteration, which I know you're familiar with, being the app, which is our, our new thing that came out just over a year ago. So it's been a decade of 
waking up every morning and saying, okay, how do I get this out there? How do I get it to more people? What needs to happen to it as a technique, as a brand, as a thing, as a being, right? Well, like, how do we need to present this to help as many people as possible? And that's, that's really been my quest. I think that's my sort of special gift. I didn't want to be a tapping expert per se. I wasn't looking to be up on stage and be whatever. I just wanted people to use this technique. And, and I haven't stopped wanting it because I am convinced that in the same way that meditation is now, quote unquote, everywhere, you know, being used places like in big corporations, in VA hospitals, in the world, I think tapping is the next thing. To me, it's just the logical addition to a practice like med meditation. Mm. And in sometimes, in a lot of specific cases, surpassing that. Not as a contest. They each serve their own purposes. And I meditate, and there's times for that. And then there's also times, you know, it's tough when you're feeling anxious and overwhelmed. It's tough for that cop late at night who is stressed out about something that just happened sitting in his car to say, I'm going to meditate now. Tapping can be that bridge for people to quiet their minds. What I notice about tapping is that precisely what you've just said, when I have these moments where I'm managing a lot at one time, both personally and professionally, and I find that my heart starts racing and I have a family of heart issues. And mm. when that happens, it's really not for me to lie down and do yoga nidra or to meditate. I really do need the moment with the tapping practice to, as you said, bridge the, the gap between this like real serious physiological occurrence that I'm experiencing yeah. and then the actual downshifting. The downshifting of it, absolutely. And I think there's, you know, besides the physical tapping, there's some parts of the process that I think are really unique. You know, if we look at how we get started with tapping, we're, we're tuning into how we feel, we're acknowledging the anxiety, the stress, the overwhelm. So that first step is a good one. Like, where am I? And, you know, that zero to 10 scale, which is the basis of, you know, most tapping sessions where we go, okay, we're going to tap on anxiety. Where are you zero to 10? And you can, you can check in, uh, you know what, I'm at a seven, I'm at an eight, this is what I feel. And then when we look at the start of the process, even though I feel this anxiety, I love and accept myself or I choose to relax now. We are acknowledging how we feel. You know, all too often we look to swallow things down and especially it can be easy to do. Like you can watch The Secret, have no other tools, think it's just about positive thinking. Then when you're angry about something, you go, all right, cancel, cancel, cancel. I can't think this. You stress out about thinking it, you swallow it down, you swallow your anger. And, and we know these people who walk around swallowing their emotions. With tapping, we are looking at them. As my dear departed friend Louise Hay said when I asked her mm. about this process, I sat down a couple of years ago with her on camera for an interview about tapping because we were doing it together. And I said, Louise, you are the queen of affirmations. Like you're all about positive thinking. And you're doing this tapping where we say these negative things. Like, what's up with that? And she looked at me and she said, honey, if you want to clean a house, you have to see the dirt. And it just floored me. I just sat there and I think about it almost every day. Yeah. This is what we're doing. We're seeing the dirt. We're not 
rolling around in the dirt. We are acknowledging, you know what? I'm, I'm angry about this. This is the dirt. Let me feel it. Let me express how I feel. Let me acknowledge my fears, my sadness, my grief, my emotions, the things that are keeping me stuck. And then when I acknowledge them with this physical process where I'm letting my body in on the game, when I'm saying, I am going to appreciate body how you feel. I'm going to recognize that you are stressed out, that you're in this fight, flight, or freeze mode. And then we can move towards the positive. Then we can say a positive affirmation and not have our brain go, you know what, that's just total BS. Yeah. Like our brain can believe it. And and you see that shift. If you're angry at someone and you're at a 10 and I come to you and I say, you know what, have you ever heard about forgiveness? I think you need to let it go. Like you go, are you kidding me? Middle like, finger up. I, exactly. <laughs> like I am at a 10. This is not helpful. I'm so angry. But if we take a moment expressing that anger, doing the tapping to help the body work through it, then I don't have to say it to you. Then you say to me, I mean, I've seen it time and again. Anger turns into sadness. I'm so pissed. You know what? I'm just sad about this. Like, how do we get here? And why did I say what I said? And why did they say what they said? And then sadness turns to acceptance. And Mm. then there's an understanding. There's this beautiful progression of emotions. We're not tapping out the emotions. We're not erasing the emotions. We are working through them in an acknowledgement of what they are. We are feeling them, truly feeling them. We're opening up our emotional vocabulary and then we're letting go. Right. I was explaining this to Jonah. He's now 13, if you can imagine. (laughs) The other day, and I was saying, so the anger, what's beneath the anger? And it was hard to say if he was remembering that I taught him this earlier or if he actually came to it himself. But immediately he goes, well, I'm just sad. Mm. And I think beneath any sort of volatility like that, where anger is the seeming surface experience, it's always sad underneath there. Longing for love in some way. Longing for love, longing for understanding, longing for reconciliation. Um, You know, we see it more and more. I mean, one of the challenges with this social media world is, you know, I was on a blog, not even social media. I was on a blog post of a podcast. It was like a health podcast. And I was looking Hmm. something up about something they recommended. And then I went down to the comments and there was two people arguing. There was the person who was interviewed on the podcast and someone else saying that they're an idiot Mm. and they didn't know their facts at all. And you know, back and forth, 30 different messages, conversations, all these people chiming in. Oh, and, and you know, next thing I know, I've spent seven minutes reading this for some reason, right? Like you're just It's like watching a train wreck. It's terrible. Reading, yeah, and it's like a train wreck. And I'm like, oh, okay, close it down, walk away, you know? Tap. And it's, and it's sad, yeah, tap, and it's sad <laughs> because that's happening all over the place. Clearly wouldn't happen. In a face-to-face discussion, yeah, that's clearly wouldn't happen with you know any sort of understanding. So, while social media and the internet gives us amazing things like the opportunity for you and I to reach people around the world right now on their phones or on their computers and connect and share these messages, there's also a really tough part of it, and we've got to be aware of that. We've got to be aware of our energy and where we are getting stuck in places where we are judging and getting angry and getting overwhelmed. And 
you know, we can use tapping to let go of these things and then to create what we want in our lives. If you had to pick one thing that my listener who's listening, who's never done tapping before, what's the one thing you would want that person to take away from this conversation? Well, just to try it. And, you know, if you take five minutes, I mentioned the app earlier. I'm so excited about the app because it's free to download. The way it works, it's free to download. There's probably 20 free meditations in there on all sorts of topics. And then if people want to upgrade, they can unlock another 180 of them. But there's plenty for free. There's a special category in there through our foundation for teachers and veterans. And we have we just added some crisis support for shock and feeling safe in your body for not like tragedies and you know other things the foundation has worked on. Right. You can just press play and tap along, and you can see what's been exciting for me about the app. I've known for a decade that this works, but now I can tell you, you know, we've had 1.4 million sessions completed on the app since we released it. Dude. Um, individual sessions. So in 1.4 million times, someone picked up their phone and did the tapping. And uh, and I can, we have zero to 10 data points on all those sessions. So wow. I can tell you, for example, for anxiety, it's our most popular free meditation. It's had about 200,000 plays with an average reduction of anxiety of 42% in 11 minutes. That is wow. groundbreaking. And it's hard to argue with, I mean, the, the yeah, practice might look stats. strange and weird, but this is 200,000 data points of people saying, my anxiety went down. I feel better after I completed this. And I think that's really what's going to drive us going forward. It's what's going to, you know, we talked about the mainstream in my bio. That's my goal. Take it even further mm. into the mainstream because we just have the data. It's It's hard to argue with it. And we're doing more research. We did a pilot study on a five-day anxiety series with a broader anxiety scale that was like 30 questions, a clinically validated scale. Again, saw a 55% decrease in anxiety wow. um, over those five days with that clinically validated scale. 98.5% of the people who did it had results of some way, shape, or form. So that's what's exciting for me going forward. And you know, in the same way that that you were tapping with Jonah and and sharing it, I think that's another really powerful part of this practice that a mother can do it with her son. You know, a father can do it with his daughter. Friends can share it with each other. Like just saying, hey, I know you're in a tough spot. Try this thing. I'm not a, you know, someone could say to the friend, I'm not a therapist. I don't have all the answers to all your problems, but Here's something that might reduce your stress just a little bit over the next couple minutes. Right. And that's how the practice has grown and spread. And I think that's why it's going to continue to do so. Yeah. I feel very strongly that I would love to introduce my listener to a session. Is that possible to do audio? Yeah. 100%. I've okay. described the points on audios probably more times than I've shown them on video. Oh, wow. So, uh, so, All right, yeah, so let's, can, let's do it. I'm feeling like your the mention of the anxiety um, uh, session that you have in the app. I've yeah. actually done it and it's incredible. Um, maybe something like that for yeah, my listeners. Yeah, we can do it sort of a general anxiety. We all feel anxiety about I something know, these days, right? Yes. So pick the thing, you know, that you 
feel anxious about. And if you're totally peaceful and not anxious about anything, you can work on something else. If you have pain in your body, even though we'll use different language, you can focus on that pain. It's always great to notice. Sometimes we can tap on other things and we have pain and the pain shifts because we just relax our bodies. So take a moment to just tune in and just notice how your body feels, where you're holding on to any tension or stress or anxiety in your shoulders, in your neck, in your heart, in your stomach. And as we think about this concept of anxiety, ask yourself, what am I most anxious about right now? And if it's 10 different things, see if you can just tune into one of them. What is keeping you up at night? What's putting that burden on your body, your mind, your spirit? Tune into that anxiety and give it a number on a scale of 0 to 10. Now we've tuned in. We are activating that amygdala. We want to tune into that stress response in order to acknowledge these feelings and let them go. And we'll start by tapping on the side of the hand. It's called the karate chop point. It's on the outside of the hand, below the pinky. You can take four fingers of one hand. You're just tapping gently on the outside. And then you'll repeat after me, either in your mind or out loud. And Elena, would you like to be my echo as we tap? For sure, for sure. All right, so tapping on the side of the hand, tuning in. Even though I have all this anxiety in my body. Even though I have all this anxiety in my body. I choose to relax and feel safe now. I choose to relax and feel safe now. And we're going to stay on the side of the hand two more times, tuning in. Even though I'm carrying so much stress. Even though I'm carrying so much stress. I love and accept myself. I love and accept myself. And one more time. On the side of the hand, even though I have all this anxiety in my body. Even though I have all this anxiety in my body. It's safe to relax now. It is safe to relax now. And we'll tap through the points. The first point is the eyebrow point. It's on the inside of the eyebrow where the hair ends and it meets the nose. So you can tap with two fingers of one hand, the other hand, or both hands on both sides. The meridians run down both sides of the body and just tune in to those feelings of anxiety. Where in your body do you feel them? And we'll move to the side of the eye. It's not at the temple, a little further in on the bone. We're tapping gently. We're breathing gently. You can ask yourself, what am I so anxious about? Under the eye. Feeling that anxiety in your body. Where are you holding on in your body? Under the nose. What are you so anxious about? Under the mouth, it's above the chin, below the lip, and that little crease in there. 
Tune in to that energy of anxiety. Notice that tightness. Notice the burden. Notice just how fast you've been going. Putting so much pressure on yourself. Putting so much pressure on the world. Be present to that burden. Collarbone. Feel for the two little bones of the collarbone. You go right below it. You can tap with all ten fingers of both hands. Tuning into that anxiety and beginning to notice how it starts to fade away. It begins to loosen its grip. You begin to feel safe in your body. Under the arm, three inches underneath the armpit, right on the bra line for women, either side of the body, tapping gently, tuning in, letting go. Top of the head, feeling safe, strong, and grounded. Acknowledging these feelings and letting them go. And we'll do one more round back to the eyebrow. Repeat after me, either in your mind or out loud. Eyebrow. It's safe to release this anxiety. It is safe to release this anxiety. Side of the eye. I don't need it to keep me safe. (laughs) I don't need it to keep me safe. Under the eye. It's safe to relax. It is safe to relax. Under the nose, it's safe to turn off this stress response. It's safe to turn off this stress response. Under the mouth, and I make this choice now. And I make this choice now. Collarbone, to relax. To relax. Under the arm, to let go. To let go. Top of the head, to feel safe in my body now. To feel safe in my body now. And you can gently stop tapping and take a breath in. And let it go. So that was two very quick rounds of tapping. After every couple rounds, we tune back in. So you look at that number, you say, well, my anxiety was an eight. Now it's a six or a five or a four. And then we also pay attention to what else came up. Sometimes we'll do the tapping and start focusing on one thing, and next thing we know, something else flies in. Mm-hmm. That's just a clue that it's something to work on. And we, as you know, we repeat that process until we get the results that we want. I got the coolest experience in the middle where Tell me. I, I got an idea about a way to solve the source of my particular anxiety this day. I love that. Yes. I see it all the time. Yes. I think it's an underutilized. But here's here's what happened. When we're stressed, when we're anxious, when we're overwhelmed, the blood flows away from our brain into our arms and legs, right? It's like you are fighting. I know it doesn't feel that way, but it's like you're in that stress response. And then when we acknowledge how we feel, when we look at that situation with clarity, that's when people go. 
wait a second. <laughs> like, oh, there it is. Like, there's the answer. There's the choice I can make. Totally. There's the thing I can do differently. All these practical things come up, and that's how people change their lives. It's like the magic on this is, you know, not that all these magical things start happening to you all of a sudden because you did the tapping, though they can, and I've seen amazing things. But the practical side is just so obvious. It's like, oh, okay, now I know. Now I got this. Now I can do this. Yeah. I feel that very, very clearly right now. I'm really excited to do this. this... And, you know, part of I, – I just – did yeah. some random tapping with some intuition and hopefully tuning into what our listeners were feeling. And there were some themes in there about not having to feel anxious, feeling safe, not mm. feeling anxious. Yeah, um, It's really easy to buy into the energy of the rest of the world and to believe that we need to be anxious and stressed in order to be valuable, to be seen, to be uh, to be heard, to be noticed. Even to be helpful. Even to be helpful. Like, you know, when someone says, hey, how are you doing? How are you feeling? 99% of the people will say things like, oh, man, got so much going on. I'm stressed. I'm overwhelmed. Man, there's this. And the, like, rarely do we answer, you know what? Everything is so chill. Yeah. Like, I am just flowing through life. I'm keeping my schedule light. I'm focusing on what I want to do. I don't feel overwhelmed. I like. When was the last time you heard that answer? Right. Right. Um, and it's because we want to connect with each other, and that is one of the ways that we connect. We go, "Oh, are you stressed? Yeah, I'm stressed, and this is everything right. that's happening." Right. But we can connect just as deeply from being that guiding light that says mm. everything's great. Mm. Speaking of guiding light, you have a charity called Project Light, and you've raised over a million dollars thus far aiding a bunch of different um, communities, genocide victims in Rwanda. You've raised money for veterans through, well, first of all, projectlightrwanda.com. Yeah, so that's, so it's the Tapping Solution Foundation, which yes. is our main, Project Light is one of the projects that we've supported. I see. But the best place is Tapping Solution Foundation. Okay, got uh, it. .org got for it. all that. Yeah. Tapping Solution Foundation .org. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, we've um, you know, we from the beginning, uh, I think during our first our first Tapping World Summit, which was in two thousand nine, we supported a project down in Mexico, um, where this lady Deborah was doing tapping at a children's hospital with kids with cancer. And we sent down a bunch of bears, these tappy bears, so mm. they could tap together and bought her a laptop to do her work. And, you know, right from the beginning, this was a big part of our mission because it's obvious this is helping people right. in need. Um, when Sandy Hook happened, the shootings in 2012, they, I am in Sandy Hook. I'm in Newtown, Connecticut. Wow. The school's 10 minutes from where I'm speaking to you right now. So... That was devastating for me as it was for the whole world. And I knew, hey, there's a tool here that can help people. So right. a couple of days after we formalized the Tapping Solution Foundation, we brought in Dr. Lori Layden, um, who had worked with genocide survivors in Rwanda. And we had supported her work there. So she had the experience being on the ground. And uh, we worked, well, she worked with a bunch of volunteers and trainers for the following couple of years. I'm still in touch and working with people in the community. And then other projects like 
We sent Lori down to Parkland. Um, she's gone on to do her own work with Project Light. And mm. yeah, we're, we're continuously looking around and looking for the places where this tool can be used. I mentioned earlier that the app has a foundation section, which is always free and will always remain free to help um, those in need and and those that you know are on the front lines, uh, including teachers. We have a teacher section because, to me, teachers are on the front lines For of, sure. um, you know, of doing incredible work. Yeah. Um, so, looking to those people who don't normally have access to these resources to get them the help that they need to live their best lives. I'm going to introduce this for sure to the founder and the girls who are being benefited by uh, of Girls on Fire leaders. This is a a group in Kenya where we mm. train young girls starting at age six to lead in their community, teaching, serving, meditation, yoga, all sorts of different things that they help each other with. And then they start to facilitate and lead change. Um, wow. These are girls who are being subject to childhood marriage, female genital mutilation, and I think that tapping could be a really incredible tool for them. 100%. I think they're, you know, as I mentioned earlier, with just how easy it is to share with someone that mm -hmm. um, certainly there are tapping experts and there's psychologists and psychiatrists right. who use it in their practice and they have a lot of training, but there's nothing saying that a 10 year old Kenyan girl can't teach it to her friend. That's and right. They can have it as a practice together. So that's really exciting. Yeah, we have a lot of resources through the foundation. So let me know how we can support you in giving them the tools they need. Yeah, I definitely will. And then lastly, you mentioned that therapists use this in their practices. Can you touch a little bit on that? I'm just, I just got super curious about it. Yeah. I mean, what I've heard time and again from therapists who get trained in tapping and then bring it into their practice, they'll say things like, I don't know how I did this work for 20 years before I had tapping. Right. Um, because they take all their amazing listening skills and skills, understanding human beings and what drives them and all of that. And then they apply tapping to it and they get results just so much quicker. It's like they, they just, they go, well, it works. So I'm going to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. And there are thousands, if not tens of thousands. And that community is just growing because obviously those are people who are looking to help people. They don't want their client to come back for the eighth year in a row without any changes. Right. And tapping helps that right. happen. Move the energy. Beautiful. I cannot thank you enough. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you and learn a little bit more about the genesis of all of this. And um, anytime you're in the city, if you're ever doing any events, I definitely want to know about it so that I can come and see you give you a big sounds hug. fabulous yeah sounds fabulous thank you so much for being here thank you
Thank you, AG1, for sponsoring the Practice You podcast. My listener, you've been hearing me talk about AG1 for some time. I think I've been taking it daily for almost three years. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens in one scoop in the morning. The best way to start your day supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and longevity. The conversation of the moment. The taste is delicious. It's suitable whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar. No nonsense in here at all. It's a multivitamin that your body will actually absorb. If you are wanting to make an investment in your health and longevity, AG1 costs you less than $3 a day, far less expensive, and definitely less time-consuming than many different supplements. Reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient, delicious daily nutrition. And since you listen to the Practice You podcast, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-boosting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com forward slash Elena. Once again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash E-L-E-N-A. Take ownership of your health, my listener. And thank you, Athletic Greens and AG1.